0: It's time to talk about Ultraman, episode 5, once again, on Going Ultra, season 2. So, I'm gonna do, uh, hopefully, the shortest of recaps. Basically, this episode introduced, um, or brought to the fore, the kind of stalker otaku guy, um, and his uh, obsession with Ren, Sayama, has gotten people killed, uh, multiple people, apparently, who have been trolling him and whatnot, and uh, Mr. Endo, a detective, um, is who apparently hates Ultraman, uh, is very upset that the science patrol is getting involved in the case and taking it away from him, and, like I said, for some reason he hates Ultraman, but he doesn't tell his uh, partner why. We don't find out just yet. And in the meantime, uh, Mr. Moriboshi, um has taken Shinjiro into an alien uh, town um, that is secreted away, where aliens uh, mostly maintain their transformations, but... Some do not. Uh, one of them who does not is a fighter who hangs out in a bar where he fights. <laughs> and uh, this guy, Jack, um, more like Jack, right? Uh, ends up fighting him and beating him. And uh, the guy is walking around uh, untransformed. And uh, Moroboshi has a problem with it. Jack has a problem with it. He's very aggressive. He um, kind of attacks Shinjiro. And uh, Shinjiro is taken aback because it turns out that... Uh, this guy, uh, one of his friends, uh, was killed by Ultraman, you know, about 20 years ago. And uh, <laughs> the guy says that, he's, he's, that Shinjiro smells like Ultraman. Um, so maybe the kaiju or the guy, uh, alien, had been around at the time too? I don't know. It's kind of interesting. So while I like this episode overall, uh, for other reasons, I will put a complaint here at the top. I really don't understand this stalker otaku idol thing. Uh, Like I mentioned previously, it was in Kia Asamiya's junk record of The Last Hero, um, where there was uh, somebody obsessed with a girl, and then he kidnaps her, and then the transforming hero, um, you know, saves her. Like, obviously that's an awful thing, but um, the concern seems kind of pedestrian uh, when you can have these bigger threats, and there are these bigger threats to deal with too. And then, like, Bemular uh, is, like, scoping out Endo and this alien... Guys, he's on the run from him at the end of the episode, and I just don't understand what his subplot is, and, like, why he's so important, and why he's being threaded through the narrative, because he keeps coming back, and we keep coming back to him being obsessed with Sayama, and, uh, I just, I don't, I really don't get it. I know the, uh, the blood splatter against the wall overlapping the, uh, poster of the troll, uh, is supposed to be really grisly, but it's partly comical, and I, f- I feel a little bad saying that, but, um, I don't know if it's because it's in animation or what, but, uh, it feels a little funny, and, uh, I don't know, maybe it's because the de- detectives are so serious around it. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, Mr. Endo, um, gosh, he, I, I really don't get his deal. Uh, I like this, you know, tough, grizzled, older detective character. I mean, it's always fun. He's, his junior partner calls him an inspector. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I Like, I want to know more of his story, but I wonder why, because he's appeared before, um, I wonder why it's being threaded through just like this uh or in this way i I guess i don't understand how it's being handled or why it's being handled this way so i don't know and it's it's not a misstep it's just it's something it's like a matter of preference i really don't like uh, what's going on with it in the last review i made reference to uh the science patrol being very men in black like especially with their setup with the aliens and the peace treaty and the understanding and the fact that there's aliens among us and all that stuff i also find it very funny that they've got this uh Johnson, J-O-N-S-N these white truck with the you know, the branding on it and stuff that um, I've noticed over the episodes it's kind of everywhere when when they're there Um, and I I don't think that stands for anything, I think it's just like a fake like a puppet organization or like a shell company or whatever that they you know, operate, like that's their undercover van or whatever, and I think that's really funny and then driving home the, uh, you know, the the men in blackness of it all um, you've got this, you know, alien Uh, Enclave, Netflix calls it officially and it's its thing, but uh, Moriboshi said it's an alien town. Um, I think he also said, I've been waiting for this. Um, Sorry. Uh, But, yeah, it it was an interesting thing to see Shinjiro... um, Shinjiro is simultaneously told that he, by Moriboshi, that as Ultraman, his job is to kill. And... Not to apprehend the aliens who become threats, but to kill them. And I don't know if that's because uh, the Science Patrol has other means to apprehend and punish and deal with Kaiju or uh, aliens. Excuse me, um, or 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 what? But. Moriboshi is telling him, your job is to kill, and you need to accept that, and if you can't, then that's too bad. But then, Moriboshi is walking through this alien town, he's saying, oh, this person, like, these, he names, like, three different alien planets or species or whatever, and, like, oh, they're from here, um, you know, those kids, they're, uh, you know, whatever, like, he seems like he has a familiarity, and not a hateful, spiteful, uh, familiarity with them, and he doesn't refer to all the aliens There is scum, and he throws this, like, drink pouch to uh, Shinjiro that has, it's like an alien drink pouch, you know? So, like, it's weird, because they're in, like, it's almost like an ethnic ghetto, except I don't think the aliens' mind being there. I think it's almost like a place where they can go and relax and, you know, let their hair down, so to speak, and not worry about, um, you know, stupid humans and their uh, ridiculous culture. Um, so, but but he seems to have like a respect for them and uh even the the one from the bar fight who was um not transformed uh into a human form or human facade like he's supposed to be Moroboshi isn't like you better transform or we're going to kill you uh it was just like hey you're you know you're not listening but then the guy walks off not transforming and morboshi just lets it slide and it's not a problem for him so I don't fully, like, I feel like I'm not getting the full picture, and even if I am, I really don't understand, uh, w- like, what's going on. I mean, I'm glad they're not killing, um, you know, all the aliens, uh, like certain Kamen Rider shows, where if there's a race that's different from you, you just, uh, put them on a list and, uh, mark them down as you're killing them and, uh, you know, committing genocide. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's really interesting. Um, I like the nuance like I'm getting a sense that there's a lot of nuance in the way that this is all being handled and I really enjoy that Um, but I don't know if it's because Moriboshi needs to maintain this uh, tough persona or what um, that he uh, is acting the way he is but I don't know. Jack seems like a fun and interesting character. Uh, I'm curious to find out what his uh, full backstory is. Um, I, I really... The most enjoyable or a very enjoyable dynamic between Moroboshi and Shinjiro is that Shinjiro is young and naive and he jumps to conclusions and makes mistakes and he doesn't have the full understanding and experience that someone like Moroboshi, who's been working for the Science Patrol for who knows how long, uh, has. And Moroboshi is of the temperament that he... Uh, I think kind of enjoys um, pointing out to Shinjiro just how little he knows about the world. He likes to show him how naive he is. So he leads him through this conversation about the informant that they're looking for that um, <laughs> that basically leads to uh, Shinjiro being wrong like three or four times in a row. And I think they've done that bit a couple of times. Um, And I think it's a lot of fun. Um, It makes Moriboshi, actually. It kind of uh, takes the edge off of him because uh, I think as much as he is angry and uh, like a very severe person, and he even told Shinjiro, like, I don't like you, um, but I'm going to work with you. uh, You know, but if you're going to be here, these are the things you need to do. It it makes him a more enjoyable character um, because he's not this humorless, uh, like, rage monster. He's a real person, and, you know, I get irritated with people, too, and it's it's, uh, funny how they, uh, how you can handle that, I guess. Um, but back to my point about Jack, he's a fun, interesting character. I wonder if he's supposed to be a white American, uh, being blonde as he is, uh, and being named Jack. Um, you know, obviously you can be, well, he can be Jack and be from anywhere, so he could be Japanese, but I don't think he's supposed to be Japanese, especially because the way that people are illustrated and drawn and, and colored here, everyone's got black hair, for the most part, except for the people who have dyed it, um, and you can tell. So, uh, like I said, it's taking a much more realistic approach. Um, It's more of a tokusatsu aesthetic um, than an anime aesthetic, where, you know, anime, you'll have blue, green hair, you know, whatever colors, and it doesn't matter where you're from. Um, But I think uh, they're going for something a little more international with this, because I would think uh, if there's an alien treaty uh, signed, that not only would Japan be involved with it, but the rest of the world would be uh, at least some segments of the world. So, um, yeah, anyway, I, obviously Jack is like a mystery that they've introduced and, uh, he, he's something to explore, you know, why can he only live in this town and what, whatnot. But, uh, I like him so far. I like the attitude. Um, I like how he knows more his shtick and, uh, he's just kind of telling the kid to hold on. um, (laughs) <laughs> it's funny how workplaces are like that. Sometimes uh, we have a couple of guys here at work that every time there's a new, um, a new kid, uh, you know, I'm 32 so, or almost 32. So I can say that, um, but you know, we'll hire, you know, 18, 19 year old guys and they come in and uh, they kind of get put through uh, their paces or, or whatever. Uh, anyway, people always play with them when they come into the work because uh, especially now, you um, you know everyone's so used to you know ubering and iphones and video games and stuff and the kind of work i do is very physical or it used to be but the work the rest of the people do the other you know 40 or so guys at my my uh, business um they all do very physical work and uh it's kind of i don't know somewhere between a rude awakening and like a very interesting experience uh for somebody fresh and new to come in to it and uh, i kind of enjoy seeing that with shinjiro and i think he's he's not like being abused or anything, you know, so it's fine. Um, and we you know, don't cross lines here, but, um, you know, it's funny to see how veterans of a thing, um, deal with, uh, you know, new recruits and, uh, it's a fun interplay. And I even get that vibe from Endo and his, uh, partner. Uh, but, but, you know, we haven't spent enough time with them for me to say too much about that. I don't really have much else to say, so I'll wrap up by saying that I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I think this is a really good show and I'm having so much fun. Uh, I like how diverse it is. Again, this is from a manga. So the story of Ultraman or this particular story of Ultraman, um, it feels different from a tokusatsu or an anime. And, uh, I think that's good. And it feels like it's not afraid to, um, have almost no action in an episode. Like this one, uh, there was a little bit, you know, there was a a foot chase, excuse me. Um, You know, there was, you know, a couple seconds of Jack fighting that alien and that was it. And, uh, you know, that's okay because we're here to explore this world and explore the ideas and, you know, to be transported away from our ordinary lives while we're riding on the subway. Oh, (laughs) or, uh, you know, watching at home, whatever. Um, And it's just a lot of fun. So I'm very pleased with this and uh, looking forward to the next one. And what was Bemular doing, man? Anyway, I found out a fun fact about Bemular. Um, That was the original name for Ultraman, according to the wiki. And then it became a name of an enemy or something. Uh, I didn't read too much, but I thought that was really interesting.